Hey everyone. <laughs> I'm so shy. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, so this is episode one of It's A-OK, an audio diary with your host Alexis King with an O in between. And here we discuss the good, the bad, and the ugly parts of life. My life in particular that made growing up such a unique, difficult, and yet still utterly beautiful experience. Today we're just gonna talk about, yes, you guessed it, me. Me, myself, and I. So, what an interesting topic, right? So, uh, I'm a little nervous just because as much as I talk a lot, a lot, a lot, I'm still a relatively reserved person who likes to keep her life private. And I know it may not seem like that because I talk with so much detail about my life that it's like you can already picture it. You can imagine it. You can be there. It's not graphic. <laughs> Grab one. But, bahala na, dude. Bahala na. Uh, this is just for fun, like everything else that I do. So I just want to have this first episode as an introduction or as an Alexis 101, you could say, that explores 21 things about me that may not necessarily be insightful and just, you know, dumb, fun things. I don't really know. So let's get ready to ramble, you know, by rolling the intro. And we're back. The intro song you just heard is A-OK by Ty Verdes. Oh, no. <laughs> well, thanks, PJ. Um, I don't know if I'll end up keeping that or I'll put a new song every week, but I've just been obsessed with it ever since it got released. One, because it's the initials of my name, clearly, and the name of this podcast. And two, I just found it as the perfect GV song for the summer. And three, it was released on my birth month, I think. So the world's just really aligned like that, you know? So um, I'm already gonna warn you. I say you know a lot. I think I've said it so many times already. Um, I don't know why, but you know? <laughs> okay, moving on. So our topic today involves 21 questions, hopefully. But then I'm not sure if we're gonna end up doing 21 questions just because I talk so much. So I feel like 10 would be the ideal na lang. Um, so I'll just be asking it myself kasi wala akong kasama ngayon kasi sikreto pa ang podcast na ito. Yay! So uh, if ever you're watching sa mga nanonood, you're welcome. <laughs> okay, but yeah, I'm sure there might be a few things even I learn about myself or, or not, but let's just go with it, you know. Uh, I got and modified some questions from, it, let, let me check. She's not prepared. <laughs> okay, let me check. Vlog. Oh wow, vloggerpro.com. Guys, don't forget to give your citations. <laughs> oh, um, psych student ako. So I wanted to be a YouTuber actually before, and ito yung mga usong video dati in 2015, 2014, 2013 even. Yung mga 20 questions about me. Uh, get to know me. Hey guys, you asked me questions on Instagram, and here I am to answer them. Good learn. So, let's just start it easy. Um, number one, what is your name, and why is it so long? So, interesting question. Thank you for the question. 
<laughs> oh, um, I'm Alexis Harriet Eugenie Ong King. So that's H-A-R-R-I-E-T-T-E and E-U-G-E-N-I-E. Please get it right. <laughs> but also, like, you even care. <laughs> so the story of my name, uh, I'm honestly still confused when I asked my mom to explain it. Uh, but I think she said that she follows this Oro Plata Mata which essentially means uh, gold, silver, and death, I think, which is so dark, so dark, and is used to gauge good fortune for, I think, mga stairs in the house. Basically, feng shui-related. I don't know anything about that, so don't at me, okay? Well, but in name context, Aura Plata Mata is kind of like counting from one, two, three, respectively, and in that order. Uh, so... Um, or and plata represent good luck, but mata is supposedly bad. So the good numbers are one and two. So if we're gonna do some basic math here, um, and try to make this make sense, hopefully, uh, my name has twenty nine letters, and all of my siblings also have twenty nine letters in their name. I don't know if that was a wild coincidence or they just like that number. But I think it's on purpose, because legit. Both my sister's birthdays land on a 29 as well. And ako lang loner <laughs> na 24. Also, that could be a coincidence yun. So, I don't know. Um, when You you don't really choose when you're gonna give birth. Or do you? Whatever. I don't know. So, when you add 9 plus 2. Wow. Math talaga. 9 plus 2, 11. 11, right? <laughs> Are you one of those people who... Because uh, the number like 7... Okay, I'm sorry if I sound dumb here, but I think I'm good at math. Um, when I add 7 plus, um, let's say, a difficult number. Let's just say 3. That's easy. But when I add it before, I would have to use a calculator. Tell me if you're also like that. Hello, Alexis Editing here. Just to see if there are glitches. But that sounded so bad and I sounded so dumb. But I'm just talking about those people that even though they know they're right, but just to make sure they do it on the calculator. So I'm not saying that I need a calculator to add 7 plus 3, okay? Just to clarify. <laughs> Go back now. But I know how to math, okay? So when you add 9 plus 2, that's 11, and which are both 1, aka Oro, and that's good. So 1 plus 1 is 2, which is Plata, and it's also good. So I think that means it's a good number. So, okay, that wasn't that hard. <laughs> I'm so dramatic. Okay, so what I remember, Alexis also means head of the family, Ata, which I think uh, is true because I sit on the dad's seat in dinner. Because, yeah, <laughs> that's clearly how you become the head of the family. So, I just know that Alexis is from my dad and they wanted to name me Aubrey with a B, okay? Aubrey or Audrey. Uh, so that my nickname would be Audie, like the car. I don't know. Um, then Eugenie was from my aunt. Um, and my sister is so funny because, you know, the princess um, Harriet and princess... I joke, not princess Harriet. Princess Eugenie and Beatrice. Beatrice is my sister's third name, which is so interesting. So um, maybe it was from them. So now let's just discuss... Well, I'll discuss the first letter of my name. Um, there's so many letters. Uh, layers pala. Layers. So A is A and Alexis is for my mom, aka Anjali. Then H is for my dad, aka Herman. E, as in for Eugenie, is for my uncle or lolo or grandpa. Para multilingual tayo rito. 
<laughs> oh my god, so chaotic, I can't. Which is Eric. Hey Eric, we love you, you're precious. So this is the same for my sisters, but my eldest sister has an L for her third name, Larice. Which is for my ama, Lola, or grandma Lily. We stand a Lily. She's thriving. She's alive. Then my other sister has a B for Beatrice, which is for my grandma Benita, who I sadly never got the never got the chance to meet. Um, but of course, uh, since I said three fourth of my grandparents, I should share my other grandpa, aka Mister Suave, Mister Harry who also holds the same name as my OG crush before Kim Taehyung of BTS. Our favorite trickster, prankster, all-around Harry Styles, you know? <laughs> so, fun fact. I apparently didn't know until I was two. Uh, I, I didn't know, not didn't know pala. I didn't talk until I was two and my parents said that I... That it was like my grandparents, my grandpa, Harry, actually, was just waiting for me to say my first word before he passed away. Because literally, when he was in the hospital bed, he just asked, May sinabi na ba si Alexis? And when I did, when I spoke my first word, he passed away after. Okay, I mean, that, I mean, not literally right after, right? Because that's really depressing and sad. But like a few hours, uh, and I think it was just really after hearing the news that he passed away. So... When I look at his face in pictures, he looks so kind, and I wish he got to hear me speak. That was such a... That's really such a story. I don't know. Um, also, lang, pero for the longest time, I thought that my first word was chocolate. Heat up the man. Ang talino. She's a genius. She's Einstein. But it's just... It was just mama. Very boring. Very basic. Wish it could have been... It could have been something else. Okay, and dami sinabi. How long has it been? Okay, number two... Uh, what is the last film you watched? Okay, so... Hmm. I, I look at Leatherbox. That's where I put my kind of reviews of different movies. I don't, even, I don't even put reviews, though. That's the thing. I just go there to look for movies. And I just place the movies that I watch for the years that I remember. And it's just fun to look at. Okay, so the last movie I watched was Milena. I'm not sure if I say it. Am I, if I'm saying it right, Milena, Milena, which centers, uh-huh, which centers on the perspective of this young boy. I even I already forgot his name. OYB, basically, if you prefer that, <laughs> who is, um, in between, honestly, creepily obsessed and kind of caring, just kind of for this woman named Milena, Milena. Not sure. Actually, it gives me, it gives me call me call me by your name vibes. One because it's such an Italian movie. I don't know why. It just is. But it also is an Italian movie. And I feel like people understand that. Italians will understand me. I don't know. Or not. Um, two, because this kid has his own type of peak of puber- pu- puberty. Peak of puberty type beach scenes. You know what I mean? If you're in, if you watch Call Me By Your Name. And three, it's also so, so heartbreaking because of how Milena was treated. On one side, it's about first loves, about this young boy's first love. Um, it's really the kind that we always remember well my first love and think of and I think it's the one that you really try to protect because it's so special and it's pure but on the other side it feels like the boy is just always dreaming of being with her without realizing that dude boy this is real life you're 12 and the woman you so-called love is being harassed every day um, I do like that the movie highlights each side of this kind of spectrum 
so seamlessly the pure side and uh, the side of quote-unquote harassment. Very sad. But I seriously ended up hating everyone in the movie. And on one side, on the side of men, they literally act like children when they see her. They gossip, they make up stories um, about her being a mistress, being their mistress specifically. Um, And act disgusted by her, but also pounce on her like an animal, like some jaguar. The moment jaguar? (laughs) Jaguar. Jaguar? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, The moment she kind of shows weakness. Uh, to exploit her um, uh, by, I don't know, by treating her like this, I don't know, this kind of empty uh, but super beautiful shell without any type of depth. Because when you think about shells and you put it in your ear, you hear the ocean, and the ocean has depth. <laughs> wow, analogy. But yeah, on the side of women and men, they also gossip about her instead of kind of admitting that they're jealous of her beauty and harass her when, dude, excuse me, it's not even her fault. Your husbands are unfaithful liars who have nothing else to do. So you can see how much silent dignity and uh, elegance she has that makes her different from everyone else. You can see that she really stands out. And when she comes, everyone just looks at her and is at awe, is angry, feels so much. Like, just don't look at her. My God, you have an issue. It's your problem. So... I'm not super good at explaining without spoiling because I'm about to pop off, right? So just go watch the film before I end up spoiling it to you. And yes, I cried a lot. It's super sad. So, okay. Third question. If you could live anywhere, where would that be? Okay. You know, honestly, do you even care about what I'm saying? Okay, but whatever, it's fine. Um, for me, it's hard to say. I'm very indecisive super and i'll so i'll divide it into three countries um i would love love to live in singapore new zealand and canada okay so for singapore they just have it together you know period (laughs) it's the city life that i think i can handle or not feel like i'm this kind of corporate slave or do they make you feel like that because everyone's smart there but not sure they seem perfect plus that's the last country I went to before COVID, so baka bias in a home. But it was really a fun time. So uh, I even have this really funny I'm not sure if it's funny, but tragic memory when I visited my cousin and her children, aka my niece and nephew. Uh since dude I ended up becoming the guinea pig that challenges these kiddos in Mandarin. Like I freaking even know how <laughs> I don't know how. So I can say I was just the bravest and most willing to be embarrassed by literal eight-year-olds or even less. I forgot their age. I'm so sorry. I haven't seen them in forever. Um, my fellow Econs would know how bad I am. Shout out to you. Plus my classmates in Chinese in college. Yes, I took Chinese for foreign language. So I still curse my sister for that because she was the one who enlisted for me. And just but going back to the story... The kid, those kid, the kiddos beat me so bad, and I even have it on video. So maybe I'll release it one day when, um, I decide to not be lazy and edit my quote unquote travel video. So, honestly, sometimes I look back at the video and just reflect on my thirteen years plus six months billion of learning Chinese and question whether there is any way to get those days back. 
needless to say, I still had such a fun time. And I can definitely say I'm their favorite aunt. So at least I have that. Uh, for New Zealand, I'm just really more of a rural, rural area girl, even though I said... I even though I said Singapore, I just wanted something to represent each kind of country I was thinking of. Uh, one for that busty, dusty, and crusty city life like experience, which is I guess Singapore, but not really. Second is New Zealand, which is my ideal quiet place life because I'll be the main character <laughs> that makes so much noise. Imagine me. That would be a movie. <laughs> just kidding. Like, I'll be in the news or something. Headline. Chaotic <laughs> chaotic buffoon making noise in the streets. Just kidding. Okay. So, I still, I still remember going to New Zealand. And honestly, hating the experience, to be honest. I'm sorry. Um, because, not because of New Zealand. It's not her fault. It's a who. To be honest, it's really a who. But I don't want to out that person. Out those people, actually. But... It really could have been good, I would say, because it's so calm and the views are so breathtaking. But legit, when it's at nighttime, on like even a Friday, even the bars are so quiet. And you will have instances where you question whether the current population is one. And that one is you, because it's that quiet and isolated. But again, Alexis... I'll remind you, it's not all about you. There are people in New Zealand. <laughs> and lastly, Canada. I think Canada is just the perfect mixture of the two. When I went there, I didn't enjoy it too much or hate it immensely. I was with people who I enjoyed their company. I enjoyed their company, basically. Because they're my cousins. And I was plainly satisfied. And honestly, that's just what I asked for and need. I don't need some extravagant party. Because I honestly hate parties. So... Go Canada. I root for you. And also I discovered my favorite cereal there, which is which is quote Nature's Paths Pumpkin Flax Granola. Again, <laughs> Nature's Paths <laughs> Pumpkin Flax Granola. Please take note if you're gonna go to Canada and you wanna gift me things, you know, or if you wanna order something. But I remind you, do not Freaking mistake that with nature's paths, pumpkin seed plus flax granola. Because there are those damn blueberries on the box. And I hate blueberries. That's another fun fact. <laughs> so mine is top tier, guys. And on the box, it says flax plus, dude. Yes, flax freaking plus. So <laughs> why am I getting so excited about cereal? But yes, I remember living my titanic fantasy while we were in the alaskan cruise not a fantasy about dying from an iceberg but jack and rose okay just to be clear because i'm sure someone out there prefers the former and kidding aside i'm just referring to the movie no disrespect to the actual tragedy that happened because that one is really devastating and sad did that happen i know it did but yes every day i would just be living my life in that Alaskan cruise, going to the game room, having no care whatsoever, uh, <laughs> having the fantasy of maybe there's a cute boy that will show up one day to join me for a game of chess or checkers. Because that's <laughs> apparently my vision of a true romance when I was like a child. And I also have a picture of me crying by the balcony, by the iceberg. Okay, next question. <laughs> that makes it happen again. 
Okay, so who would be your ideal partner? Great question, great question. But honestly, I don't know. Partner in crime, Justin and Pat for sure, because they're my best friends. Yes. We literally balance each other each other's energy. And I remember when we would compare ourselves to the Powerpuff Girls. Justin was always blossom, no doubt. Uh Pat was bubbles, even if I disagreed so heavily, and me as buttercup, because I think they just wanted to tease me. At first, um, I was always bitter because who wants to be Buttercup? But I will keep it, even if Pat is a true Buttercup. But at the same time, we are each simultaneously, all three of them combined. I don't know what my point of that was, but moving to an ideal partner. Huh. I really just like who I like. I don't have a particular type in terms of physical appearance or honestly don't really care about the Great Wall, even if I have one. That's another conversation. Um, my ideal partner would just be someone who is genuine, kind, respectful, and has empathy, but is also very driven. Um, okay, so if it's about crushes, now that's something else. You know what? I'm just gonna... <laughs> Current love is V from BTS, for sure. I'll just change the question because it's hard to answer because I don't have a type. I don't really have an ideal person in mind. But let's just go to my biases in K-pop because that's more fun. Okay, so let me look at the groups. I will search K-pop groups in Google. Okay. Lord, Lord. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So it says, Topic Ranker. So the title is The Most Popular K-pop Groups of 2021. Para easier for everyone in terms of familiarity. Okay, so number one, BTS. I'm OT7, but V is my, you know, is my number one. I even, guys, I even have, what do you call this, a standee of him in my room. Because that's what my family, my sister in particular, that's what they gave me for my birthday. <laughs> it still bothers me to this day, but now I just laugh and put decorations on him whenever I get gifts or things. So I have, I put a necklace on him. I put fairy lights on him and stuff like that. Uh, and then my second bias is Jimin. It's just, they just understand, you know what I mean? And then number two, Blackpink. So Lisa's my bias and then Jisoo. You know, I just really, I feel like Lisa's so talented in dancing. All of them are, but she just, she just hits it. She's, I can't do what she does, you know. But I can't do what they do in general, so never mind. That doesn't even count. And then Jisoo. Jisoo is just Jisoo. Jisoo is iconic, you know. So, oh my god. Okay, and Hypen is 3. That's amazing. Okay. This one is also OT7. Clearly, you can see I'm a high labels fan. Or big hit. Yeah. So, um, it changes a lot. Yeah. I watched Island Kase before and my initial biases were Sanu and then Songhun. Now it's He Song. But I love them all. Period. So next, Itzy. Oh my god, Itzy. It's Yaji for me. It's the eyes. It's the sass. It's everything. Okay. Um next. Oh my god, stray kids. Oh my god, stray kids. Precious. Um, I still remember when I got introduced to Stray, Co- Stray, Co- <laughs> Stray Kids by my blockmate, Nat, Leah. 
Gavs. I don't know how to even name na because so many nicknames. But she introduced me to Stray Kids. And at first, that time, I had no, I had no idea about Stray Kids. I was just like a pure BTS fan. Yeah, I was that girl. You know, let's not talk about it. Okay, so my favorite in Stray Kids is Jong-in, which is I-N. What a cute, wholesome dude, dude. I remember this one. Okay, I'm talking here, but fast lang. I remember this one time I looked at like, a vlog of his, like him being at his hometown, and it was such a cute, wholesome moment. He seems like such a wholesome, real guy. I don't know. And then Hyunjin. Because, you know, Hyunjin. You can't, you can't go wrong. And then for Twice. Next is Twice. Mine is Jonghyun. Um, and then Sana. And fast. let's just be faster, guys. TXT, I'm OT5. But it's Subin for me. They also have my fave discography ever. As in, all their songs are so good. Um, in their new album, my current favorite is Anti-Romantic. And I think that's almost everyone's favorite also. Aside from, how do you say it? Zero by one love song. Equals love song. I don't know how to say it. I love Ro- that one. And what's this song called? Frozen? Froze? Freeze? Ice? <laughs> I don't know the title. But that one. The rap one. The last one. Okay. Um, Mama Moo. Minus Hwasa. Or Moonbyul. Because Mundial's been up there. I don't know what, what it is with Mundial. Okay. Okay, wait. <laughs> I look at the whole list and it's 50. That's too much. So I'll do until 50 na lang for the folks who aren't subscribing to K-pop. So EXO, it's Chanyeol. I don't know how or why, but Chanyeol. And then D.O. He's so cute and small. I love it. <laughs> Listen to his new album. Is it an album? Yeah. And then God Seven, it's JB. It's JB. It used to be Jin Young, but it's JB. Come on. He gives he gives the same vibe as Yaji and Hyun Jin. They're like the trio. They have those eyes. Yeah. There's something about eyes. I think eyes is my favorite part. Okay, so NCT. Huh. NCT is huge. Okay. Um hmm. Mr. Nakamoto, aka Yuta. Cause dude, Yuta has that charisma. He's he has this bad bad dude vibe, but he's such a sweetie pie. I said, oh my god. Okay, whatever. Red Velvet, Sogi, iconic. Period. Everything. Okay, next. Seventeen. Dude, I love seventeen. They're so they're such a group. They're such friends. They're such a family. <laughs> Wait. I'm so annoying. But my bias there is Ming Hao, which is the eight. I don't know how to even say it. The eight? The eight? I don't know. Um NCT one two seven, still Utah. And then lastly, eighties. I love them so much. Oh my god. I love eighties. They're so they're also friends, right? Yeah, I love it. Um mine's Mingi. And then Uyong. Yeah, I think that's right. Okay, next question. <laughs> I can't talk about this anymore. Um, what is your best childhood memory of your sibling? Okay. Um, we are three, right? <laughs> yeah, we're three. My parents are my parents are 60. They can't get a fork. But you know, the other day in our dinner, wow, I'm really talking free flow right now. But we just had a dinner the other day. 
um, with my ama. She went here, which is Lola, um, to celebrate my mom's birthday, kind of. Um, but yeah, yeah, and then they talked about how. Um, about having a fourth child randomly. I don't know if that was a thing talaga or that was a dream. <laughs> Not a fever dream. But I, I'm hoping maybe I don't really want to be the youngest child. Um, yeah. So my sister, my eldest sister, kasi she's super far in age, 11 years apart. So I don't really remember a childhood with her. No offense. I'm so sorry. But we're close, guys. Um... I only remember childhood with my second sister, Abby, who I think I mostly hated, I think. And I think she thinks that way too. But also, she was obsessed with me. <laughs> That's such a... What a, I know, what a statement. She was obsessed with me and jealous of my pizzazz, like my sass and everything like that, I think. Uh, but honestly, she was one of those children that, if you were to describe her, she hated when her spotlight was taken by somebody else else even if it wasn't their intention like it just so happens so meanwhile i'm at the opposite side that i'm the child that hates super hated even until now hates being in the spotlight um because i remember i was ha i had a debut and i hate it i didn't want to have it talaga shout out to my 18 candles did i call it candles but 18 candles who had my debut shoot with me and saw me complain so bad. Oh my god. Y'all know. Teaching Erica, Christine, y'all know. <laughs> it was so sad. Um, moving on. Um, so much instances of both of those, of both my sister wanting spotlight and me not wanting, even in the same events. So for my sister, she was always dancing anywhere and everywhere. And she was known to be kind of I don't even know her title but she was like the spaghetti pababa queen like she would literally do that everywhere and ocha ocha all those dances um by Bayani the art that guy is that his name Bayani and yeah so my dad is part of this club because I called Rotary and as kids we were asked to do dance performances in front of everyone and I hated it and I couldn't dance for my life and I'm surprised I didn't even walk out because <laughs> I walked out oh, from my seven-year-old birthday performance and my sister's seven-year-old birthday dance performance too and I remember when it was my sister's debut also um I didn't sing. I literally just stood there because I didn't know the lyrics. Because I didn't practice. I'm so sorry. I didn't practice um, Kelly Clarkson's Breakaway. But now I know the lyrics. I remember seeing that recently. And one <laughs> and another time, man, grab it. I'm going everywhere. But one time, I fell out of a moving car. An actual moving car when I was... Um, maybe I was... Was I four or three? I'm not sure. But I fell out of a moving car and no one noticed because my sister had my parents' attention. She was like dancing with music. Literally imagine <laughs> your parents not noticing you fall out of a car. Wow. Um, but lucky enough, we were we were at the hospital when it happened. And it's still a mystery, to be honest, to this day, whether my sister was the one that opened the door that pushed me out or I opened the door and jumped out or something. Or just ruled out. I don't know. But a story. A story to share. That's a good story. So, um, 
I also have my fair share of violent days, and I think, I think I was so over her now. You know what I mean? When you're so, <laughs> I was a violent child, but I was never exposed to anything violent. So I don't know why I'm like that. So uh, it this one this this memory takes the cake for sure. I had a lot of those tiny monoblock chairs, those really good ones that are kind of squarish rather than the round um type. Like, it's squarish and very sturdy um, for children. And it was designed with Winnie the Pooh characters. Um, so it's not even... See, I'm making, you, I'm making you visualize. But you don't even need to know those information. So um, I don't know if I was super annoyed. I was so over her. Or I thought if, if I thought it was fun. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but I carried it as, like, an actual toddler. I was, again... I was two, I think. I was little. I, the chair was bigger than me. And it grazed her neck. Like, the chair grazed her neck. I threw the chair at her, basically. She went to the hospital. Why am I laughing? I'm so mean. Um, I don't know how my parents explained to the doctors that their child threw an actual chair at their other child. Good old days, to be honest. <laughs> Good story, right? Okay. Um, how many questions did I do? I think it's been 30 minutes. Oh my god. Crazy. Alexis, okay, it's my last question. Because I don't, you know, I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to go over one hour. But it doesn't look like I wasted your time, you know. <laughs> so last question. What is your favorite song? Um, oh yeah, and last question, I'll just do the other, I'll divide it into three parts to along this one. So seven questions each video. That's how much time I need to tell my stories. Okay. So what is your favorite song? Okay. Okay, so um let's make categories, but I'll look at my current favorite song from Spotify Mona. I'll check my phone. Sorry, I'm not that prepared. But in fairness, today my stuff are loading quickly, so um I can see it as faster. Okay. Number one in my private playlist, um, in no particular order. Be my wait long, I'm getting acid reflux. <laughs> Whew, okay. 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 I'm back. Um, Be My Somebody New by skim.prod, S-K-I-M, period, P-R-O-D. Is that his name? I don't know. I don't understand. I, don't really, I just know the songs. And Este Evangeline. So, okay. I'll describe the song so that I don't have to play it. Okay. So, it's a song to sway with when you're daydreaming. When you're daydreaming about love or something. Very specific. <laughs> can't relate but you know i think everyone has one of those right okay next next is whipped cream by ari lennox so this is a a-r-i-l-e-n-n-o-x just so that you can find it or i should i don't know you can find it i don't think there are a lot of songs that entitled whipped cream so this is a song hmm Okay, so this is a song where you say the lyrics to excrete all the difficult things in your life that you're facing in life. But also you're happy and passionate while you do it because it's catchy. You know, do you get it? So it's like the song you sing a few hours before your breakdown while you're still in the excited stage of procrastinating. When it's about 12 a.m. and you're thinking, okay, 
I have time. I'll start at 1 na lang. I just have to finish by 8 a.m. So if I start at 1, I have 7 hours. But if I start now, I have 8. And I think I can do 7. <laughs> do you have that? Does it make sense? Or am I the only one that does this? Or used to do this? Or I don't do this anymore, guys. <laughs> but yeah, right? So, <laughs> so I don't do this now. But what I felt, I felt that, right? I felt that. And that was real. I imagined that. I'm in that scenario right now. Okay, next. Nax's Speed of Light by Jules. J-U-L-L-E-S. So I'm really spelling that out. J-U-L-L-E-S. Just because this song deserves so much more. This song has been one of my favorites ever since. For so long. Wait, Wait, never mind. Just kidding. This is, it's, re- it's been released. It released in 2020. <laughs> so, not So, I don't know. There's just something about it. It takes you somewhere else. So, when you start a song, you feel... Honestly, it feels a bit basic in the beginning. Parents just chewing and little twings and whatever's there. But after 30 seconds, guys, it literally brings you somewhere else. Else, Just wait. Just let the 30 seconds play and boom. You're in a different universe. And I love that. It remi- it's, the, it's good for the title, Speed of Light. After 30 seconds, it's like you're in another place. Right? Yeah. So it's a good song. If you want to find kind of another metaphor for love. Am I, do I have a problem? <laughs> but it's, it's all about love for me. But I don't have anyone. If these songs are just really good. I don't really pay attention. I pay attention more to the... To the words for to the sound first, and then I end up reading the lyrics if I like it, and it just ends up like that. Okay, so next song is um, "Deja Vu" by Olivia Rodrigo. So this isn't a secret; everyone knows the song. But okay, hear me out. Out of her three kind of comeback songs or singles, if you will, aka "Driver's License," "Good for You," and "Deja Vu." I think Deja Vu is the best. And I think that's a hot take, right? Right? Because I always hear people saying, drivers, I got my driver. <laughs> that's an impression of Mimi, yeah, if you know that. I got my driver. Whatever. And then good for you. Because that's the recent one. And that's the top right now, I think. So someone tried to argue with me. Because Deja Vu is, even if it's not, it's not underrated for sure. But it's underrated among the three of them. Do you get me? And then, that's my favorite shower song. And I'm literally Olivia when I sing that. Like, I'm her. <laughs> Not her voice, obviously. But it's like I imagine myself in the music video. I also love Trader so much. So, so much. That I made a song inspired by it. Should I share a snippet? Um, okay, I'll share one. I'll just add the audio of me <laughs> singing it after so that it's not ringing around the room because i'm just using um some recording whatever here so uh, so it's just the first verse and the chorus i made so i'm still working on it to be honest well <laughs> she's scared there okay so this the song is kind of, well she's explaining she's an artist i'm sorry okay so it's about gaslighting because i was reading an article while researching for for stuff for my psych 70.16 class, uh, which is about developmental disabilities. But then I ended up in this kind of, I don't know, realm. I was in a deep hole, guys. I was in a deep hole. Um, 
I thought about how an individual can gaslight themselves, like self-gaslighting. And I think that's the struggle people that's a struggle people often experience, but it's usually covered by I don't know, the concept of letting things go. I don't know. I mean, it, there's so many layers to it, but that's that's the first thing that popped in my mind right now. And I don't have some science to back me up, right? Um, but there's always someone who is going to advise you to let go of things. And while that seems like a good option, like it's really hard to do that. And it often makes you invalidate your feelings um, a lot. And it to the point that it becomes a habit that you exhibit towards yourself. And I say this a lot to people, but I advise them to move forward instead of moving on. Whoever's watching this, I probably said this to you already. <laughs> so for me, it's really not easy to forget and move. Uh, and moving forward, the man doesn't force you to do that. It also it allows you to feel and acknowledge what you felt and say that it will hurt me. Yeah, it will, and it's gonna come creeping back to me one day at three and two months from now. But I'm gonna continue on with life and enjoy it. So I made this song for that, and I used a romantic relationship as a metaphor for it. Because I think that's what's easier to grasp, as sad as it sounds. Okay, but here is a recording of me singing it at 2 a.m. <laughs> Play. Hi, guys. <laughs> it's today 2 a.m. And I usually sleep at 7, so I don't know what's happening. But I got into a deep hole, a ho- deep abyss <laughs> of psychology. And, you know... When you're inspired, I got inspired by Olivia Rodrigo's Traitor, her song. When you're inspired by psychology and Olivia Rodrigo, apparently, you're gonna end up creating songs. So, here is me. Uh, giving, uh, giving, here is me. I'm going to, okay, I'm going to sing the song I made, basically. Okay. (laughs) I'm so shy. Oh my god. This is so weird. I'm literally recording. Why am I shy? Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. You. <laughs> oh my god. Why am I laughing? Okay. You were mistaken. You said it was a wreck. Those words of yours turned mine instead. Cause I wasn't happy. But who the hell knows what that means? You say I'm always angry and that's my true color I guess I didn't give enough Didn't smile, didn't laugh Like I was in love As I look forward to the day you say that I'm enough Even when you left me All I want to learn is to be loved by you by you <laughs> and when i'm right by myself it's hard to trust what i feel so it's never too late come back to me babe just waiting on you ah oh my god okay so i think you heard it now so i think i literally just did seven questions damn so i talked for this long for freaking seven questions (laughs) good luck okay so this podcast i thought i was gonna run out of things to say but i say too much pala how did i not know that already 
how did I just discover that now? <laughs> so, okay, so the thing that I said, I'd be doing 21 questions in one podcast. Wow, she she wanted y'all to listen to 10,000 hours of me speaking. So, I'll just keep this under an R. Um, because it tricks you <laughs> that you didn't waste time. And I don't want you to come to me and say, damn, Alexis, I didn't learn anything useful. <laughs> so thank you for listening to whatever this was. And hope and hope I decide to do a second and third episode to finish the 21 questions. And I'll try to say less for now. I'll try to say less now. But I know I'm going to fail. I just know it. So bye again. Thank you for listening.